0: If you're a mompreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90 day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same thing. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience, and I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now, because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim. And this is the Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and today... We are talking all about how to up-level your money mindset. It's been a while since I've done an episode on money mindset, and yet what I realized is this actually comes up in my coaching work quite a bit. And it's a conversation that I think we need to have fairly regularly because it's still a problem with female entrepreneurs. We still struggle with a lot of things to do with how we think about money right? And how we think about money will dictate how we feel about money and how we feel about money will dictate how we experience money. I am very big on changing the way women feel about money. I am extremely passionate about helping women make more money and understand their money and feel good about money. And so I wanted to do this very special episode to help you get to know your money mindset a little bit better. And here's the thing that I want to just start by saying right out the gate. If you struggle with money mindset, if you struggle with perhaps some negative thoughts about money, negative feelings about money, I want you to know that it's okay and it's actually very normal. The vast majority of the women I coach struggle with money mindset on some level whether that's because of how they were raised, whether that's because of their relationship with money, their lack of education on money. There's so many reasons why women struggle with money, but I am on a mission. I am hell-bent to change the way women relate to money, and it all starts with having conversations like this. So here's the thing that I want you to know. There's no such thing as a good money mindset or a bad money mindset, right? It's not that simple. It's not quite so black or white, good or bad. The way I think of it is money mindset is really more of a spectrum. And what I want you to start to understand is where on that spectrum are you? On the far left, we might have a lack of positivity when it comes to money mindset. So things like scarcity thoughts, feelings of not enoughness, feelings that you don't understand money or you're not clear about money. That's sort of on that side. As we kind of move closer and closer to the right hand side of the spectrum, this is where things start to become more positive, more hopeful. You have more feelings of feeling good about money, feeling grateful. Feeling generous, feeling like you're able to spend money freely. So rather than think about I'm good at it or I'm not good at it, aka I'm successful or I'm a failure. I want you to think of this in terms of a continuum, a spectrum. You are somewhere on the spectrum and maybe we don't know exactly where we are right now. Maybe you're feeling, Oh, I'm more on the left than on the right. I feel more negative thoughts about money than more positive. Then that's okay. What I want you to get a sense of is this is just a way to contextualize this so that we can start to improve. And wherever you are on the spectrum, there is room for improvement. Yes, you heard me correctly. I know a lot of people will tell me, oh, no, I don't have money mindset issues. But then when we get into our coaching work together, All this stuff comes up about what to charge and self-worth. And before you know it, they're realizing, oh, yeah, maybe I do have some baggage when it comes to money. I want you to know that we all have work to do when it comes to our money mindset. There's no such thing as perfection. And if you're one of those people where you have a lot of great days and a lot of times you're feeling good about money, but then you hit a roadblock or you hit a challenge, or maybe you get rejected in your business and all of a sudden your money mindset is down in the toilet. That's also quite normal, right? It's also okay to have a largely positive money mindset with the occasional setback. That's pretty normal as well. So just know wherever you are at, whether you're feeling great about money 95% of the time or only 5% of the time, it's all okay And it's all a work in progress. So the first thing I really want you to understand when it comes to money mindset is that our thoughts about anything will create our reality about that thing. Let me say that again for the cheap seats in the back. Our thoughts about anything will create our reality when it comes to that thing. Okay. So let me give you an example. We've all had those moments. Where perhaps in our dating days where we tell ourselves, oh, there's no good men out there. Or perhaps it's, oh, there's no good women out there, right? Oh, it's impossible to find a good partner. I'm never going to find a good partner. There's nobody good. Nobody's available, right? And then, of course, what is our experience? Well, we stay lonely and <laughs> and looking for love in all the wrong places even longer, right? I've also seen this show up when women in business will say this about team and about hiring. They'll say, oh, good help is hard to find. Or nobody good out there is going to want this job. And of course, what's the experience? They see more of that. So you can probably pinpoint areas of your life where you have told yourself a story on repeat. And because of that story, you started to experience it more and more. This is exactly the way it works with money. I have never seen anyone who says things like, there's not enough money or I can't afford that, who is also extremely wealthy and successful. Those two things just don't go hand in hand because our thoughts and our words are very much like a magnet, right? Or a magnifying glass is even a better example, right? Our thoughts and our words act like a magnifying glass for what is really happening inside our mind and inside our human experience. The more we talk about things not being good, the more that thing grows, right? The more we talk about something that we're struggling with, can you think of a problem that you have had in the last six months? Maybe it was an argument you were having with someone or a legal battle or just pick any problem, right, that you had. Now, when you look at that and you think about the time and energy that you spent worrying about that problem and talking about that problem, you can see how it was making the problem worse, right? Sometimes we think, oh, I just need to vent. I just need to get it out and then I'll feel better. But that's actually the opposite of what happens. The more you vent and natter on about what's not working, the more that is what you experience. And I've experienced this firsthand many, many times with many, many problems. Okay, I want you to pause here and I'm gonna share a few statements with you about money. And what I want you to do is think about each statement and see if you can identify as having thought or even verbalized that statement in the last little while. Okay, here's one. There's not enough money right? Or there's never enough money. Or there's not enough good clients. Or I can't seem to get any good clients. How about this one? I'm not worth that. Or I can't charge that. Or they won't pay that. Right? Anything to do with what you charge, what you're worth. Have you caught yourself thinking that, oh, I can't charge that. That's too big. That's too much. I'm not experienced enough for that, right? You can see how these a lot of these things are interwoven with our worth. Here's another one. Have you caught yourself thinking or saying, I can't afford that? I want to tell you a little story here. I caught myself, well, actually, probably better to say that someone caught me saying this. This sentence of I can't afford that is not even something that I realized. And the story that I'm about to tell happened five years ago, actually, probably closer to six years ago my children were very little and we were planning our very first trip to Disney World. We were so excited, but I knew it was going to be a lot of money. And part of me wondered if the experience was actually going to be worth the investment. If I'm being honest, theme parks, Disney, it's not really my thing, but I did want to go because we were going with my family. And I also really wanted my kids to have that as a cool first time experience. And as we were planning and we were looking at some of the accommodations and Figuring out the package that was best for us, I said out loud, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. We can't afford that. Or it was something like, I don't know if we can afford that. And my brother-in-law, who was part of the planning, he was also going on the trip. He said, it's interesting that you say you can't afford that. Because I really see it more as what I'm choosing to prioritize. Said, if you think about it, we can't afford it. We can all afford it. But the question is, are we prioritizing this as something we want to invest in or are we prioritizing other things? And he was spot on. And the moment I shifted my thoughts around, I can't afford this, to I am choosing not to prioritize this, right? That's a very different energy. And sometimes I look at stuff and I think, damn, that's pricey, but it's worth it. I'm going to go for it because I really want it and I know the experience is going to be worth it. And other times, I'll look at the price tag on something and go, hmm, that's interesting. I don't quite see the value yet, and I don't see this as a priority right now, so I'm going to pass. But you can see how that's a much more powerful statement than, whoa, I can't afford that. The truth is, I can't afford it. The money is there. It's all about where I choose to allocate the money. And that scenario is just one example. A, I want you to see that I'm not perfect either. That happened you know, not that long ago. And sometimes I still catch myself thinking thoughts of, I can't afford that. Because we all do, we're all human. And some of this programming that we're talking about here goes deep. Some of these ideas that we have around money come from not only our parents, but get this, it comes from our parents' parents. That's right, many generations up, a lot of the baggage that we are carrying around about money comes from a thought that someone had hundreds of years before us down the line. And we are just absorbing it through the different generations, right? We're just part of that lineage. And we can choose to see things that way, the way our parents saw them and the way their parents saw them. Or we can choose to say, wait a second, I don't want to feel those feelings of lack. I don't want to feel like there's not enough or like I can't afford things. I'm going to choose a more Empowering thought, because here's what I can tell you. Any feelings of not enough that you are having, those feelings are escaping out into the world. And the universe picks up on that and says, Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She doesn't have enough. There's not enough. And what does the universe turn around and give us more of? It gives us more feelings of not enough. And this goes beyond just feeling like there's not enough money. This often goes to our core. Our human feeling of being worthy, of being enough. A lot of times when I speak to women about the issues they're having about money, it goes way deeper than our CEO salaries and our packaging and our pricing. It goes way deeper to the center core of us, of that little child in us that might feel like, I'm not good enough. I don't belong here. I'm not worthy. So money mindset is as much about doing personal development as it is doing the business development stuff. Because how money mindset shows up, I'll show you a few areas it shows up. It shows up in things like you're scared to talk about your pricing because you're not sure you're worth it or you're scared people won't see that it's worth it, right? So we don't talk about our pricing, which means that all the work we're doing in our marketing and in our selling is completely wasted. It shows up in things like when we know we need to raise our rates because we're burning ourselves out and we're not paying ourselves what we're worth, but we're scared to raise our rates because we're worried people will say no, or we're worried that we will upset our existing clients. They won't want to pay our new rates and then they're going to leave and find somebody else. Money mindset also shows up when we go to make business investments, when we're looking at places that we want to put our money so that we can reinvest in the business to grow the business. It also shows up when we are starting to build a team. And now we're not only worried about earning for us, but we are earning to pay other people's salaries. And that can sometimes bring up a whole host of feels. So you can see how this little thing called money mindset that we sometimes talk about, but oftentimes we don't, you can see how this is actually having a very large impact on your entire human experience, not just the business side of things, but the life side of things as well and how you get to enjoy your life. So I'm going to talk about something that I share in my book. If you haven't picked up a copy yet, it is called Building a Joyful Business, and it is available on Amazon or on my website, leannekim.com book. I have a whole chapter called Your Joyful Money, and it is all about this very topic, helping us feel better about the money side of our business. In this chapter, I talk about four different areas where if we create more positivity, if we can create more focus, we will experience more wealth and we will therefore experience more joy. So here are the four areas. I talk about the area of clarity. I talk about current earnings. I talk about potential for growth, and then I talk about ROI or return on investments. So let me talk you through these four areas where you may have some money mindset issues. And then I'm also for each area, I'm going to share one thing that you can do that will help you feel more confident when it comes to the money side of your business, okay? And this is these are simple strategies that anyone can go and do in the next 48 hours some of the things that you can literally go and do as soon as you're done listening to this episode that will help you feel more empowered. Because at the end of the day, when you feel empowered about money, you can go out and make a greater impact on the world. You can be the kind of role model you want to be to your children and your loved ones. You can feel more fulfilled because this piece of you is starting to heal. It's starting to up level this money mindset. Okay, so here are the four areas. Number one, a lot of people don't feel good about money because they don't have a clarity of what's happening on the money side of their business, aka they're not tracking what they're earning and what they're spending. So that's the problem. And the action that you can go and take to remedy this is to get more clarity, aka start tracking your revenue start tracking your expenses. If you don't feel like you can do this yourself, then have a conversation with a bookkeeper and see if this is an area that you can get more clarity in. Because when you know what you're making and what you're keeping, you can make more informed decisions and you can feel more confident when it comes to your business earnings. Okay, so number one, get more clarity. Area number two is your current earnings. If you feel like you are currently not making what you want to make, you are not going to feel good about money. So here's the simple solution to that. Charge more. Charge what you are worth. Raise your rates. Do them frequently and do them proudly because guess what? You are a rock star, my friend. You are amazing at what you do and you are worth every penny. And the sooner you start acting like it, the sooner you're going to feel like it. So that's the second area. Improve your current earnings by taking that one simple step, raising your rates. Yes, you can do it today. No, you do not need anyone's permission to do it. I promise if you have been sitting on this decision, you will feel so much better about yourself and about money in general. Area number three that I talk about in the book is the potential for growth. So what I mean by this is a lot of women I coach really struggle with dreaming big and setting big money goals. They struggle with even articulating what it is they truly wanna be earning. And in fact, they'll tell themselves that it doesn't matter that they don't earn that much, but that's not actually true. It just feels like the easy thing to do to avoid The setting of the goals to avoid setting financial targets for yourself. And if you're doing this, trust me when I say you are not alone. There's so many women hiding from this. They are just coasting along, earning what they can, not ruffling any feathers. But if you really want to start to feel good about your money, then here's the action I recommend. Start setting bigger financial goals for yourself. Stretch yourself beyond what you feel is possible for you today in this moment. Have the courage to think five years out, 10 years out. What do you want to be making? Not what do you feel is possible today, but what do you really want if you were to be super duper honest with yourself? That, my friends, is going to get you in the place of thinking big and dreaming big. And it's going to get you starting to feel more excited about earning. I have coached so many women on this and they tell me that the bigger their targets get, the more they enjoy their work, the more excited they are to look at their finances, to share their rates, right? This, all of this stuff goes together. These action items can really work to support you in other areas of your business. Okay. So that's area number three. Increase your potential. For growth, increase your earning potential by setting bigger targets. And area number four is the return on investment. A lot of people I coach are spending, 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 and they're not getting clear on whether or not those investments are getting them to where they want to be. AKA, they are over spending in their business. And when you marry that with undercharging for what you're worth, what happens is you are simply breaking even in your business or worse, your business actually isn't earning any kind of profit whatsoever. You're just completely underwater the whole time. You earn a little, but you spend a little bit more and you earn a little and you spend a little bit more. I am here to tell you that overspending is a habit like everything else in life. And if we can identify that habit and start to change that habit, start to create new patterns when it comes to money new, more empowering habits that actually serve you, you will start to feel fantastic and your money mindset is gonna go whoosh through the roof. So this conversation is really just one of many conversations that I wanna have. If you're curious about this and you wanna do a deeper dive into those money beliefs that we talked about earlier in this episode, I'm gonna give you another episode to go and listen to It was one of my very first episodes I ever recorded, but I think it's actually one of the best. It's called the five money beliefs that are holding you back. And it is five completely different thoughts that you are likely having at least one of these thoughts, if not now in the past or in the future. And these thoughts came directly from coaching conversations I had had over the years with hundreds of women who had told me the same thing. So believe me when I say I know you're having these thoughts, but you might not know it. You might not be aware of it enough. And if you're aware of it, perhaps it's time to actually start to do something about it. So I will link to that episode in the show notes. It is called The Five Money Beliefs That Are Holding You Back. And it is episode number three of this podcast, The Business of Thinking Big. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation about money mindset. Once again, I want to reiterate some of the key points from this episode. Number one, it is not your fault if you're struggling with money mindset. It's something that we all have to work on. Number two, our thoughts create our reality. So start paying attention about the thoughts you have about money. Number three, those four key areas where you could be feeling better about your business finances, creating more clarity, charging more and earning more, creating more potential for growth by setting bigger targets. And number four, stop overspending, pay more attention to getting those returns on your investments. I truly hope this episode has inspired you. I think this is a conversation we need to be having more of. I want all of you listening to this to feel fantastic about money. I want you to feel great about earning it. I want you to feel great about growing it. I want you to feel amazing about spending it, about donating it, about reinvesting into your own business because my God, you are worth it. So please don't shy away from having these conversations. Start to do the work. Pay attention to your thoughts and your feelings about money. And I promise you that is a very first powerful step on what will be a very empowering journey. All right, my friend, I hope this episode has inspired you. And if it has, please share it on Instagram and tag me at Leanne Kim Coach. I would love to hear what was helpful for you today. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Business of Thinking Big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at LeanneKim.com.